0: Jesus is the answer for the world today, above him there's no other, Jesus is the way, Jesus
1: is the Good morning. Welcome to the program Jesus is the Answer. This program is presented by Mount Calvary Baptist Church. We are located in Seagrave 8 Mile Rock on the beautiful island of Grand Bahama in the Commonwealth of the Bahamas. Our pastor is Rev. Paul Godfrey Mullings, I am Jacqueline Argyle, our technical producer is Brother Sean Argyle. It is our pleasure to present this program in the name of Jesus and in the power of the Holy Spirit according to the Word of God found in 2 Timothy 3 verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. You may contact us at telephone number one or one Our prayer hotline is one Our email address is mcbc at batelnet.bs or you may write to us at Post Office Box F40606, Freeport, Bahamas. You are welcome to worship with us at Mount Calvary Baptist Church for our live stream service today at 11 o'clock a.m. for just one hour. Continue to stand in agreement with us as we pray for those who are sick and shut in. We call by name Sister Margaret Williams, Sister Alice Robinson, Sister Annie Roll, Brother Grosvenor Williams, Sister Rose Williams, and patients in hospitals around the world, but especially those in the Rand Memorial Hospital. We say condolences to the families of Brother Thomas Stubbs, brother Samuel Thompson, brother Glenn Swan, and all of the families enduring the pain of bereavement. May they be reminded that earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And now, Minister Craig Pinder will come with the word of God.
0: Good morning. Our scripture lesson is taking from Matthew Chapter 8, verse 23 through 27. And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful, O ye, of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him our topic for the day is rest in god let us pray may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight O god my strength and my redeemer I will do this message in three sections. Number one, Jesus and his disciples are both in the same boat, going through the same storm, but their response is different in whom they are trusting. In ways 23 to 25, it tells us that now when he got into a boat, the disciples followed him. And suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea so that a boat was covered with waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him saying, Lord, save us. We are perishing. Jesus had 12 disciples. And we know that Peter Andrew James and John were fishermen by occupation which means that they were experienced with handling boats during a storm probably they encountered many during their career I am almost sure that their profession as being fishermen will have known what to do in a storm and will have trusted in their skills Jesus was not a fisherman He was a carpenter, he will not have been trained on what to do in a storm. Not having been on the waters all his life, like the apostles, but he is the one that is resting, and the experienced fisherman was panicking. Why? In the gospel we are told that Jesus came to do the Father's will, that Jesus and the Father are one. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. So Jesus knew that the father's will would one day take him to a cross where he will die for the sins of the world. He could rest in trusting what God had in store for him and it was not to be lost at sea. Jesus knew his father and he trusted in his father and he could rest in God. The apostle, on the other hand, had some experiencing experiences in battling storms at sea. And they trusted in their skills. But this storm was greater than their skills. And they knew that they were in trouble. Let me tell you something. You may think that you can handle the storm that you are now facing. Or you may know someone that can help you handle this storm. But let me tell you, just around the corner is the next storm. And the storm might be bigger than you or whoever you get to help you. You better figure out who are you going to trust in. I am here to tell you to trust in God. In Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6, it states, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. If you do that, trust in God. You can rest no matter how big the storm might be. Point number two, if I am going to trust you, I got to know that you can do what you say. Verse 26 through 27 say, But he said to them, Why are you so fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea and there was a great calm. So the man marveled, saying, Who can this be, even the winds and the sea obey him? Example, let's suppose that your roof is leaking when it rains, and you goes to a plumber, and he tells you that he has to take off the whole roof in order to repair the leak. You will, you will not be at rest about the plumber repairing your roof. But if you go to a roofer, a carpenter, the one that this son repairs for you before, and he tells you what needs to be done, that will be a different story. I know that he has the experience to do what he says. He has done this many times, and he can do it again. I can be at rest because I know that he has the power to do what he says. In verse 27, it says that the apostle Marvel, the apostles at this point, and following Jesus, did not know that he had this type of power that even the wind and the waves obey him. But it was so interesting to me. That before they got in the boat, in chapter 8, Jesus has healed a man of leprosy. He spoke of healing without being in the presence of the centurion servant, and that servant was healed. Peter's mother laid sick and a fe- with a fever, and he healed her. He cast out many demons and heal all who were sick and all this before Jesus got in the boat. Here is the problem. We are more likely to trust a relative, a good friend, a co-worker than we are to trust Jesus. We are always looking for one more miracle from Jesus so that we can trust him and rest in that trust. Let me tell you this. Jesus worthy is worthy of trust without having to show you, oh, one more miracle. Because if you look at your life, he has done miracle after miracle. He has done what he says he will do for you. He has done what you have asked in prayer. He has even done what he has been the desire of your heart without voicing it in prayer. You need to trust and rest. Point number three. Once I know that I can trust what Jesus said, I need to stay focused. Hallelujah. I need to stay focused. In verse 25, Then his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us. We are perishing. But he said to them, Why are you so faithful, O you of little faith? He arose and rebuked the wind and the sea. And there was a great calm. In Matthew 14, verse 22, through 33, Jesus came walking to his disciples on the water during a storm. And Peter asked the Lord to allow me to come to you. And Peter walked on the water. Remember, Peter was already being through a storm with Jesus, where Peter thought that he was perishing. So Peter knew that he could trust Jesus. But Peter had to learn a lesson to stay focused on Jesus. The scripture says, When he saw that the wind was raging, he was afraid and began to sing. But when he cried out to the Lord to save him, the Lord reached out his hand and lifted him up. The lesson is clear to know that Jesus can do what he says and stay focused on him, not on your circumstances. He was 12 and 2, said looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despite the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne. And if the apostle in this passage of scripture really knew that Jesus was the Christ, the son of God, at this point in chapter 8, they could have rested in the storm just like Jesus. Today, whatever storm that you have been through and are going through, Take your eyes of the storm and place your eyes on Jesus. I can assure you that Jesus can do what he says he can do. And that storm can never give you rest. And Jesus can always give you rest. But you must stay focused on Jesus. In Matthew 11 verse 28 said, Come to me, all you who, have very, who are weary and a burden, and I will give you rest. In Matthew 11 and 29, he said, Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto you. Some of us venture. you. Hurricane Matthew, Hurricane Francis, Hurricane Jean, and the worst of all we've been through, Hurricane Dorian. But I am here to tell you that God is still here waiting on you. Just let us continue to cry to God, and God will give you rest. He is a way maker. He is the first. He is the last. He can rebuild the waves. He can heal the sick. He can raise the dead. And today, he can give you rest. Rest in Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Trust in God. Oh, I lean not onto your own understanding.
1: Until next week, I leave these words with you found in Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good rapport, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Have a blessed week and be safe.